AFL legend and anti-racism campaigner Michael Long on Monday told a crowd gathered at Mamungan Rock in Wangaratta a contingent will be sent to London seeking support for the Yes campaign from King Charles III. Long is on the long walk to Canberra and he was joined by Nova Paris. In 1996, as part of the Australian women's hockey team, Paris became the first Aboriginal Australian to win an Olympic gold medal. In 2013, she won a pre-selection for the Australian Labor Party in the Northern Territory and became the first Indigenous woman elected to the Federal Parliament. Paris gave a powerful speech about why a voice to Parliament enshrined in the Constitution is the next critical step for the nation. This is a recording of her speech. Um, thanks very much, Peter, and um, thanks, brother, for welcoming myself and Michael and everyone onto your country and uh, acknowledge your ancestors past, present, and to all of you who have inherent responsibility to sustain this country, so thank you. Um, yeah, it's it's an honour to, to be here with, with Michael. Um, we go back longest way, long, long, but the surname just, it's meant to be. Um, so I grew up, I was born in Larrakee country in Darwin. And um, so as a little girl, I dreamt big. As a nine-year-old girl, there's a, there's a picture of me in the newspaper after I'd won five gold medals and broke five NT records. And it had, um, can Nova Paris bring home gold for Australia in the territory? So there was no pressure on a nine-year-old kid growing up in the Territory. But I look, I look at that and it was called the possible self-concept. I watched the 1980 Moscow Olympics and, and I dreamt something that I wanted to, to do. And likewise with, with Michael, um, you know, we had the great Morris Rioli and those that have gone before us and, and paved the way and broke down some incredible barriers. But our parents, grew up on the mission and that's um, another connection that I have to Michael. So my mother was eight years old living in a, um, one of this um, Sydney William huts which were the, the aftermath of the, the wall they were set up there and um, she moved from a tent after being born in the Kimberleys. My mother, my grandmother was taken from her father, mother when she was four years old and um, her brother was two years old and my grandfather was six years old. So our parents and the grandparents were all subjected to the Aborigines Protection Act. So when people talk about class and laws, we should all be the same, we should all be equal in a perfect world. And in 2023, we're still talking about equality. So I'm very, well versed when it comes to the constitution, a bit like Pat being a former um, poly. And um, when you think about 1788, the Union Jack being planted, this country being declared terra nullius, no man's land, non-existent. You know, to deny us is to deny the world around you. And that's what's happened. And um, it took a Torres Strait Islander man in 1992 to spend 10 years in the High Court to try and get rid of terra nullius. But this wasn't no man's land. So it took a Torres Strait Islander man. So we are recognised in common law. 
So the High Court has said this wasn't terra nullius. And if you think about the Constitution, 1901, it's the birth certificate of this country. And we were actually in 1901 Constitution, under section 5126, it said the Commonwealth shall make law for whom it deems necessary for except the Aboriginal race. So the Commonwealth couldn't make law for us, but the states could. And we we're all subjected to brutal, brutal. My grandfather had chains around his neck. You know, that's not a hundred years ago. This is in the lifetime my grandfather sadly died in 19. He was so ashamed of how he was treated. So ashamed. And that's in our blood memory. And so when you think about the other time we were recognised, it says that the people of this continent, the states and the territories, shall be counted except the native Aborigines. So we were mentioned twice somehow in this founding document, but on the other hand it was terra nullius. So work that out. So then 67 comes around and the stroke of a pen, this most successful referendum out of the 48, the most successful was the 67 referendum. So it took out the two references to allowed us to be counted in the census. So get that, we were only allowed to be counted and then the Commonwealth could make law for us. So when all these people are saying, the name says, we don't want race in the constitution, it's already there. So, we were counted back then and now we're asking to be seen and heard. 53 odd years going forward, half a century. And the Constitution, this founding document, the birth certificate of this country, doesn't have the firstborn on it. And three years ago, I did my DNA test. Lo and behold, it came back Aboriginal, <laughs> Scottish. I knew that Scottish blood that came over in the late 1800s, Irish and Filipino. So when the DNA, the white man's science, go into the app, you click on Scottish, my heritage, takes me back to Scotland. You click on the Irish part of me, guess what? It took me back to Ireland. Click on the Filipino part, it took me back to the Philippines. I clicked on the Aboriginal and guess where it took me? Here to this continent. We don't come from anywhere else. Our DNA is on this continent. This continent didn't come up from the ocean in 1788 and say, hello, no man's land. You know, sometimes people laugh about this, but I, I proudly represented Australia, all Australians for 13 years, 52 countries. And in 1996, I'll never forget this Yana Novotna. Sadly passed away, we're on the little choo-choo train going to the dining hall. And she goes, what country are you from? I'm like Australia. She was one of many people that asked me what country I came from. 
because 1992 up until then we were hidden from the rest of the world it took a Torres Strait Islander man to knock out terra nullius that this wasn't our we have an existence here to deny us is to deny everything around you it means you don't see the world that you live in so that's why I'll stand here I'll walk with my brother all the way because when our parents were on the mission my mum's birthday today 77 years old and she um, two years ago the Catholic Church finally apologized 52 years later for the atrocities of the mission and sadly Michael's mum and dad didn't get to hear that you know Annie Merrin here she was stolen generation as well there's not one Aboriginal person on this continent who hasn't been affected from the atrocities of the past. And Twakini and, and Pat and I saw each other in, in uh, Canberra last week, and he was there. So that's section 5126, the Commonwealth shall make law for whom it deems necessary for, is only used for us. And John Howard, the man who a few days ago says, maintain the rage, is the man who suspended the Racial Discrimination Act and sent the army called the Northern Territory Intervention. If we had this entity, which we're calling for a voice, we could say, on what grounds are you inflicting war on Aboriginal people in 2007. There was no checks. He could do it because he could do it under that section in the Constitution. The Constitution that doesn't recognise the DNA of this country. And all we're saying is, please see us. I'm not an illusion. My brother's not an illusion. Brother over here's not an illusion. I could go back to my country and sit down there in the caves of Arnhem Land with a 35,000 year old depiction on the, on the walls. So for me, with going forward as a nation, the world sees us. You have people, musicians that come here, they wear the Aboriginal flag, because when you see the Aboriginal flag, Everyone gets all freaked out by it. But it re represents us. The people, the earth, the sun, the giver of life. You know, and I sit on the Australian Olympic Committee Indigenous Advisory. Yep, get this, and it's an advisory. <laughs> an advisory, it sits over here, and they call us in when we want advice on Aboriginal issues. So we changed the constitution in 2014. The 38 Olympic sports unanimously said yes. Let's, let's acknowledge the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander people and their contributions to the Olympics. And guess what? The sun still set and it rose the next day. We could still breathe. We weren't walking around like zombies. And then guess what? We changed the Olympic oath. So as that is an Olympian, you represent this country it says that we acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, their existence, their ongoing connection, 
So if you're an Olympic athlete and all these young ones, you got aspirations, you got to swear an oath to acknowledge us. And guess what? The Australian Olympic team do that with pride. Absolute pride. So forever going forward, there will always be an element of Indigenous colours on the uniform, swearing an Olympic oath. Because when you represent this country, you don't represent 250 years, you represent 65,000 years. So you have to know what you're representing. Okay? It's very simple. And we're asking a very simple thing. The Uluru Statement from the Heart is an invitation to walk with us to see us and when all the atrocities of bad legislation that's hurt our people and are still hurting that intervention no one's recovered from it we were labeled the army went in by the stroke of a pen from a prime minister that used a race law to us so it's a very simple thing. And you know, Pat, well, I was one of those people, I didn't veer you. I wound that window excited to go and um, rest day yesterday. I went to Canberra to do an interview and you're running solo. And it takes courage to do things for change. And my uncle said to me once, good leaders lead, but great leaders take us where we have to go, but sometimes we don't want to go. And that's great leadership. It's courage. It's inspirational. And that's why I'll always stand with Michael and anyone else who wants to join and be courageous to right a wrong and make it right. Because if we can't do that, we dwarf our children. We don't make them whole. And you don't lose your history when you acknowledge us. You gain 65,000 years. You have nothing to lose. You have everything to gain. Just put us on the birth certificate. Very easy. And when the laws affect us, let us be this consumer watchdog that, hey, on what grounds is that going to happen? Very simple. And the sun will still set and will rise the next day and life will go on. It's very simple. And it's thank you, Pat, for what you do. Thank you for everyone. Spread the word, spread the love, spread it. And Michael's, you know, walking with him, I, I refer to him as the Pied Piper. He's walking and this little trail, we're all peace, we're all peaceful. And uh, this is what it's all about. And like Pat was saying, you know, you, you shouldn't, we shouldn't have to flip it. This is the right thing to do. And all the people that's joined, they've just amplified the voices of the people who've never been allowed to be heard. So thank you for all coming today. Thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed this Live Clips podcast. Until next time, good luck.